Howdy everyone, I'm Zach and this is a podcast about women's basketball, the only place bringing you daily news on women's basketball from WNBA and college. Um, Make sure that you like, follow, and subscribe as long as you want to. All right, here we go. This is our first Monday episode. Welcome everyone. It's a new week. Hope it all starts good for everyone. Let's get into it. The weekend roundup. Number one, absolutely the top thing on my list that we have to talk about today are the Minnesota Lynx. Because um, like I said Friday, Nafisa Collier got hurt. She, she has a, a right ankle injury. And um, I said it might be tough for the Lynx to, to win some games without her, especially with the teams they're playing next, as in the Liberty and the Sun, who are the second and third best teams. So the Lynx just won both of those games like it was nothing. Um... 22 and 26 from rookie Diamond Miller and vet Kayla McBride. This was mm, on who was this against? This was the Liberty on um, earlier in the week. Both those players just absolutely go off. Um, Dorka Juhas had a 13-10 double double, and um, it got him a win against the second-ranked Liberty right now, which is pretty crazy. And that's even while Sabrina had 31 points, 48% field goal shooting. And then Stewie had 23 points, 6 rebounds, and 5 assists. Um, but the Lynx pulled it out, get a win. And then after that, they followed up on Sunday by beating the third best son, 87-83. to um, Alyssa Thomas had a 17-14-11 triple-double, so... Good work for her. It's her sixth of this season, eighth in um, her career. Obviously, she's leading the WNBA ever in a triple double, so she's just building on to it at this point. Um, Dewana Bonner had 31 points on 46% shooting, but the Lynx didn't really have anyone go off or go crazy, but had five double digit scores with two of them coming off the bench. So, really good production from the Lynx altogether. Um, their ability to their ability to be able to win these games without not only their best player, but also the third leading scorer in the league, Nafisa Collier, is pretty impressive. So, um, yeah, I really hope they can continue that. They have a tough game coming up this week, but we're going to talk about that a little bit later. All right, moving on. That's all the big news I really wanted to talk about. Moving on now. Friday. I gave you all a game to catch over the weekend, and you better have done your homework because it was the Wings at the Aces. Um, ended up being pretty boring. There is one exciting point in the game near the end, but um, the Aces pretty much had control the entire time, which is not shocking. And they pulled out a 104-91 to win. Tierra McCowan and Natasha Howard both got double doubles, twenty-five and fourteen for T- for Tierra McCowan, and then thirteen and eleven for Natasha. Satu Sable had nineteen. Arike had fourteen points. Um, but the Aces are just ridiculously good. I'm about to read these stats, and you're gonna know why. <sighs> wow, three players who scored twenty plus, and six players who shot forty-five percent or better. If you want to take out players who didn't shoot that much then you had four players who shot 45 percent or better um which is still absolutely ridiculous (laughs) i mean 
Asia Wilson had 22 points on 46% shooting. Kelsey Plum had 28 points on 57% shooting and went four of seven from three. And then um, 27 and eight assists, 27 points and eight assists from Chelsea Gray on 58% shooting, three from three of five from three. So basically my question is, and I think that I asked this before, what is anybody supposed to do here? I mean, it's just, it's wild how good they are. They can do anything they want on the court. They can get any basket they want, whether it's in the paint with Asia Wilson or um, Kia Stokes, or if it's out in the mid-range, or if it's a three. This team is unstoppable. They can stop you defensively when they need it. And that's what won them the game yesterday. They got stops without fouling. It's just a historic season so far for them. And I'm excited to see it continue. I really want them to win the finals because I obviously want Asia Wilson to have a case to be the best basketball player ever, um, to be the GOAT. And she's done a lot so far. And this is just a step to keep getting there. So, um, yeah, let's keep doing it, Aces. It's really fun to watch. To, to be able to watch their teamwork and just how everyone is unselfish. Nobody cares about getting their numbers. Nobody cares about if they're getting their shots. They just want to win the game and win the championship. And it's showing on this team. It's just it's so much fun to watch. Um, yeah. Now, let's look at standings real quick. I do want to uh, dive into that because... We are on week 10 out of 16 so far in the WNBA. So we're getting closer to the playoffs. We still have a little bit of time, about a month left before we start, but we are inching closer and closer that way. So let's just go from top down. Obviously, number one, we've got the Aces. They are 23-2, and two. Um, absolutely killing it. Haven't missed a beat all season. Both of their losses are af- not back-to-backs, but after playing the same team for the second time. So um, there is a little bit of room there to maybe talk about some playoff series and if they can hold up, but I think we all know they probably can. But we got some more weeks to see, to fight it out. Number two, New York Liberty, 19-6. and six. They've kind of figured it out. Sabrina is playing so good right now. She's kind of just unstoppable. Yeah, the Liberty are looking really good. If they can keep this going, I think they are probably going to play the Aces obviously in the finals, and it might be a close matchup there. Um, the Sun are third, 18-7. and seven. They're right there, but they are falling a little bit. They've lost a couple games that they kind of shouldn't have. Um, you can tell they're missing Brianna Jones. Dewana Bonner can score lights out. Um, Alyssa Thomas is a triple-double machine. Dijanae Carrington off the bench has been a spark plug for them, but without that presence in the paint, it's been tough for them to – like Aaliyah Boston – eats in the paint against them so um then at four in this tight race for this fourth spot you've got the dallas wings that are 14 and 11 below them the atlanta dream who are 14 and 11 and then now in sixth place moving on up the minnesota Lynx, who are 513 and 13 looking good they started the season bad it did not look like they would be anywhere near the playoffs but 
even through their rookie Diamond Miller getting injured, um, just some not wonderful play, really not figuring out a rotation until kind of now, um, and having to play through some injuries. They're looking good. They really are. They're starting to look like they're clicking on cylinders, especially offensively. Um, they they need to get some more stops, but they're a good looking young team, and they can make they can make some noise in the playoffs. Um, falling way down in the rankings, we've got the Washington the Washington Mystics at seven. Chicago Sky are at eight. So there's your playoffs right there, and then um. The rest of the pack, you got the Sparks, 9 and 16, in 10th spot. The Mercury are in the 11th spot. Indiana Fever, no, I'm sorry, Mercury are in the 10th spot. Sparks are in the 9th spot. Then in the 11th spot, the Fever at 6 and 19. And last, the Seattle Storm, 6 and 19. So that's how it's looking. The, um, the race for Caitlin Clark is on. As you can tell with the uh, Mercury, Fever, and Storm, not necessarily teams are giving up per se, but these are going to be your teams vying for her next next draft. But yeah, that's our um, standings for this week. And then the last thing I want to get into before I just give you a game to catch and then we're out of here is a rookie of the race talk because I'm getting a little worried. I'm not going to lie. Um, I believe... It's starting to get interesting, which for the whole year has not been. Aaliyah Boston has had this Rookie of the Year wrapped up for the entire season. Since the season started, it's been hers, no question. But now, I'm getting worried because Diamond Miller is making a run at it. And she's been on fire since since she's returned from injury. Um, She's averaging 14 points per game since she got back. And has been a big part of the Lynx turnaround. Um, whereas Aaliyah, I feel, since All-Star break, hasn't been the same. Before break, she was dominant. There was, It seemed like every game she played, besides against BG, we don't want to talk about that right now, but every game she played, she was dominant. She was destroying people, whether it was getting points, whether it was getting rebounds, or just being a defensive presence. That's what she was doing. And now she's slowed down some. She doesn't look the same. Um, The numbers are a little bit lower. I don't think that they reflect too much of it. But just watching her, watching this team, she doesn't look the same. And I'm a little worried. Um, Aaliyah's numbers since All-Star break are 10 points per game and 5 rebounds per game. Which again is good. But it's not the dominant player that she was before. Who was... um, Starting, starting to get a rhythm, starting to get those double doubles racked up, those twenty point games, like, and nobody even really noticed because she was just doing it every night. So I really hope she can get back to that. The reason why I think this is happening is Melissa Smith being out. This is, it's been tough. She's been out for about three weeks now, I think, and um, y- you can tell that it's having an effect on the team. At first, it was okay. It seemed like we were going to be able to survive without her. But now teams are really starting to figure us out. They know that we really only have one threat in the paint with Leah Boston and nobody else because Melissa's not there. Victoria Vivians is really good. She is a small forward, though. She's being asked to play the four, and she's not big enough size-wise for it, which is fine, and she's doing the best she can. But this is just kind of this. This is how it is. 
the uh, Melissa Smith injury is killing us right now. Um, I think that once she gets back and and she's good to go, one hundred percent has no you know fear of hurting her foot again. Um, hopefully, we'll pick it back up. But yeah, until then, I'm getting a little worried. Maybe I'm just making it up. Maybe I'm just being crazy. But I do believe, I really do, that if this keeps happening, if Aaliyah continues to play at this pace and not her dominant pace, she could lose it to Diamond Miller, especially if the Lynx make the playoffs, which, hello, they are in sixth place now. Um, And that just can't happen. I cannot have Aaliyah Boston lose this Rookie of the Year. Sorry, I need Gamecocks to have the whole spotlight in women's basketball. That's just how it is. So, Aaliyah, be that dominant player again. Diamond Miller, you can be good too. I'm not going to ask you to be bad. You can be good too, but Aaliyah, let's go. Finish this year great. Let's get that rookie of the year. All right, game to catch. Last thing for today, and then I will see you guys Wednesday. I really wanted to say Dream Aces because that just is a really good matchup right now. The Dream are in fourth place. Nope, they're in fifth place, but they are fighting for that fourth place, and they've been really good so far. Um, Alicia Gray had 27 points last night on... Do I have it in here? No, I don't. On some crazy shooting, I'm pretty sure. Let me go check. Let me look this up. Um, But yeah, (laughs) that has to be the game. The Aces, like I said, are unstoppable, but they have lost a few games, so this could be one that they could drop if we can, um, if the dream, like Ryan Howard and Alicia Gray, Cheyenne Parker can get going. So last night, yes, here we go. Alicia, Alicia Gray had 27 points on 73% shooting. So, you know, if that happens again, and if Ryan Howard can do the same thing, the dream might give the Aces a run here and um, could possibly give them that third loss. But sadly... That is not what I went with, because I had to say Link's son. I mean, right now the Links are on this road trip, beat New York in New York, beat the Sun in Connecticut. They've got the Sun in Connecticut one more time. I want to see if they can finish off this road trip 3-0 without Nafisa Collier, which would not only be extremely impressing, but... um. I feel like you would have to start thinking about them as could they make noise to get into that fourth spot and maybe make some noise in the playoffs. So, Lynx, Sun, I believe that is Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. I'm not sure what channel. I couldn't see it earlier. But yeah, that is your game to catch for the early week. Closing it up here. Thank you for being here, um, and thank you for being you. Glad you could join me. Again, I'm Zach, and this is a podcast about women's basketball. I'll see you Wednesday.